Good morning. Welcome to this week's broadcast. We pray that this morning's message will be a blessing to you. We're going to take our scripture this morning from Daniel chapter number six, verse number one. The Bible says it pleased Darius to set over the kingdom 120 princes, which should be over the whole kingdom and over these three presidents of whom Daniel was first, that the princes might give accounts unto them and the king should have no damage. Then this Daniel was preferred above the presidents and princes because an excellent spirit was in him and the king thought to set him over the whole realm. The Bible says in verse number four that the presidents and princes sought to find occasion against Daniel concerning the kingdom, but they could find none occasion nor fault for as much as he was faithful Neither was there any error or fault found in him. Then said these men, We shall not find any occasion against this Daniel, except we find it against him concerning the law of his God. This morning's message is titled, Liars, Laws, and Lines. Liars, Laws, and Lines. And the first thing we see, we see the preferred leader. The Bible says in verse number three that Daniel had an excellent Spirit. Proverbs seventeen twenty seven says, He that hath knowledge spareth his word, and a man of understanding is of an excellent spirit. If you're wondering what an excellent spirit is this morning, I think it'd be easier to think about what an excellent spirit is not. An excellent spirit is not rude, it's not hateful, it's not the disrespectful attitude that we see so many times and in so many people today. It's not the kind of person that gets ill and upset if the waitress takes too long to bring their food or if somebody takes too long in the grocery line that is not an excellent spirit now is it but Daniel had an excellent spirit not only that in verse number five says they could find no occasion against him they could find no fault against him can you imagine a leader somebody that had been in office for over 50 years they had such integrity, such integrity that they couldn't find occasion, they couldn't find fault, but that's why he was the preferred leader. That's why he was first. That's why Daniel was in charge. We see the plotting liars in verses four and five. These men, because they couldn't find any occasion against Daniel, what did they do? They decided that they would plot. They decided they would come up with a plan. They said we can't find any occasion against Daniel except we find it against him concerning the law of his God. So what did they do? They said we've got to somehow figure out a way. We've got to come up with a plan to do something to make Daniel have to choose between his God and the king. Romans 3.15 says their feet are swift to shed blood. So what they do, they were led by greed and envy. They didn't like that Daniel was an honest man with integrity. It was messing up their plans. It was messing up their kickback or their take, if you will, as they went and collected taxes, went and collected money. Daniel was leading. He was watching over him, so they couldn't pad their pockets. So these men, they had to try to figure out some way to get Daniel out of the way. And what they do? They come up with... What we see here in verse in the third point, they come up with this pompous 
law. We see it in verse number seven. They went to the king and they told him that all the presidents of the kingdom, the governors, the princes, counselors, captains, they consulted together. Well, we know that was a lie because Daniel wouldn't have agreed to this. He wouldn't have been a part of this. But they told him, they said, uh, we consulted together to establish a royal statue and to make a firm degree that whosoever shall ask the petition of any god or man for 30 days, save of thee, O king, he shall be cast into the den of lions. They appealed to the king's pride. They appealed to his pride and they come up with this pompous law that the king would pass that if anybody asked anything, they had to ask it of the king. How ridiculous this law was that a young boy, he wouldn't even be able to ask his father to help him fix one of his toys or a neighbor if his ox cart got stuck in the mud. He couldn't ask his neighbor to help him pull it out. It was a absolutely ridiculous law. But you know what? The Bible says in Psalm 10, for the wicked through the pride of his countenance will not seek after God. God is in none of his thoughts. We know the king, he passed this ridiculous law, but we also know that Daniel was not worried. Daniel would rather follow God. He would rather obey God than obey the king. He wasn't trying to be rude. He wasn't trying to be arrogant, but Daniel, he just went and he did what he had always done. In verse number 10, the Bible says, now when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went into his house and his windows being opened in his chamber toward Jerusalem, he kneeled upon his knees three times a day and prayed and gave thanks before his God as he did aforetime. Daniel, he was praying toward the temple as Solomon had instructed them, even though they were in exile, even though the temple was destroyed, he still set his face toward Jerusalem. P.T. Forsyth, the British theologian, said, you pray as your face is set toward Jerusalem or toward Babylon. You pray as your face is set either toward the world and you pray about worldly things or toward heaven and you pray about heavenly things and spiritual things. And what did Daniel do? He wasn't worried about the world. He wasn't worried about what was going on. He was still, even though the law was passed, he was still going to do what he had always done. He didn't go down on town square and make a big scene. He didn't go and make a public thing to show everybody he was going against the king, but he also, he didn't close his windows. He didn't go in his closet so people would think that he was afraid, so people would think that he was going to honor this ridiculous law. He just went and he prayed as he always had three times a day. What a difference would it make if we, as Christians, I don't want to get in the bondage and say that you have to pray a certain number of times a day, but what a difference would it make if we stopped whatever we was doing three times a day and we prayed to a holy God. We called out in formal prayer to a holy God in heaven. What a difference would it make if we prayed three times a day about spiritual things, about heavenly things? Paul suggested in Philippians 4 that we pray throughout the day. We pray without ceasing. We should be a people of prayer. What did Daniel do? He prayed anyway. And we know as the story went that they went and they told on Daniel, they told what he had done. And he ended up because the law had been passed, the king was worried about it. He didn't want to do it. He liked Daniel 
but yet he still had to cast him into the den of lions. And that brings us to point number four. We see the power, powerless lions. And verse number 20, when the king went to check on Daniel the next morning, he came to the den, he cried with a lamentable voice unto Daniel. And the king spake and said to Daniel, O Daniel, servant of the living God, is thy God whom thou servest continually able to deliver thee from the lions? And we know Daniel answered back. He said unto the king, O king, live forever. My God has sent his angel and has shut the lions' mouths that they have not hurt me for as much as before him. Innocy was found in, innocy was found in me. And also before the, thee, O king, have I done no hurt. We can rest assured that Satan is coming after us. He is seeking in First Peter five eight. The be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. But we can take comfort. We can take comfort that the angels are in charge over thee, for he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. Psalm ninety one eleven. Hebrews 1.14, Are not all angels ministering spirits sent to serve those who will inherit salvation? See, the angel, the lions, they were certainly capable. We know later on, just as Haman was hung in his own gallows, later on, the men that sought to throw Daniel in the lion's den, they were cast into the lion's den, and the Bible says that the lions had their mastery with them. But you know what? The angels was protecting Daniel. And I'm glad that through all the spiritual warfare that we go through today, we have, we can have a hedge of angels. We can have angels protecting us. That's biblical, folks. That's biblical. The lions were certainly capable, but he was protected. And I want you to know because Daniel obeyed, because Daniel obeyed God, King Darius in verse 25 wrote, And all people, nations, and languages, I make a decree that in every dominion of my kingdom men tremble and fear before the God of Daniel, for he is the living God. King Darius sent out a decree through all nations because Daniel was obedient, because he did what he was supposed to. Folks, as soon as you stop, as soon as you close the windows, as soon as you quit going to church, as soon as you quit, people are going to see it. and what a testimony it is when they see that you don't stop, when they see that we continue. We're not trying to be arrogant. We're not trying to be in people's face. We're just doing what God has called us to do. Amen. If you don't have a home church, we'd love to have you join us. Riverside Baptist Church, 871 Riverside Drive, Asheville, North Carolina. God bless.